And welcome everyone to the very first episode of the Relive the Magic podcast. I am your host, Dallas Thompson, and today I am joined by my brother, Walker. Hello, everybody. And today we will both be discussing news of Chris Evans returning to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Disneyland discontinuing their annual pass holder program, Deadpool 3, and we will give our thoughts on the WandaVision premiere. And before we get started, I have a quick few things to get out of the way. And if you enjoy this content, please hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel and subscribe to us on Spotify if you're listening to the audio podcast. You can find us on Twitter at RT Magic Podcast. And if you have a topic or question you would like to hear about on the show, and you can also support us at the same time by doing this, you can submit a tip at streamelements.com slash relive the magic slash tip. And you can find that link in the description below. And now... Let's get started with today's news topics. All right. And today's first topic, uh, it's just a quick mention. Um, coming up at Epcot is the new Ratatouille attraction. Uh, it It's already existed for a few years in Paris and I believe another Disney park, but I'm not sure about that. Um, but this past week, the walls came down, which typically means that um, in the next couple of weeks, there will be a soft opening, which is basically a preview uh of the attraction while the cast members get used to operating it and doing their job. Um, I predict it'll happen Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday this week after the the holiday on Monday. Um, and if it does, I will head to Epcot. I'll get videos, pictures, and I'll do a full review on the podcast next week. Um, Walker, what are you looking forward to most about the Ratatouille ride? Um, I'm just looking forward to a new attraction at Epcot. I mean, it's, it's been since March, whenever COVID has started, since we've had a new attraction at Disney, as far as rides go. Yeah. The last time Epcot got something was several years ago with Frozen, uh, Frozen yeah. Ever After. What was that, 2018, 2017? I think 2016. Oh, I was, yeah. bo- I was wrong on both. Yeah, and they're also uh, they're getting Guardians of the Galaxy in the next couple of years, but... Uh, I'm looking forward to this ride. They actually expanded the France Pavilion, so it's not just a ride. It's also an area with, I think, shops and a restaurant. So that'll be pretty cool. Uh, And we shall see what it's like and when it opens. And when it does, we'll talk about it some more. All right. Our first uh, main topic is going to be uh, one that's pretty exciting to me as a fan of the Marvel Universe. Um, Supposedly, according to Deadline, which is a super reliable movie source for those of you who don't know. Uh, Chris Evans is signing on to play Captain America again in the MCU. Um, what are your first reactions before you hear any details? Um, I think that this is um, awesome. And it even when he's done returning as Captain America, I think they could use him in some cameos around the other MCU movies because that, that could be a possibility because he went, whenever he went back in time and supposedly relived his life, he also could have gone to the future and made sure that everyone in Marvel was doing well and making sure that um, nothing bad happens to the world. True, true. Um, I'm going to read this quote from the article. Uh, it says, it's still vague whether the deal is finalized, but insiders say it's headed in that direction for Chris Evans to return as Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, in at least one Marvel property with the door open for a second film. Sources add it's unlikely to be a new Captain America installment and more likely to be what Robert Downey Jr. did after Iron Man 3, appearing in such films 
is Captain America Civil War and Spider-Man Homecoming. And so that brings up uh, the the obvious question of what movie is he going to be in? Um, Marvel has a lot of films, a lot of Disney Plus series slated for the next few years. Uh, so there's a lot of options. Or it could maybe be one that they haven't yet announced. Um, so I think we should discuss our predictions for what, what movie or series he'll be in. Uh, so why don't you give me your top three uh, guesses as to where he will appear as Captain America. And remember it says it's at least one, possibly two. Okay. But for now, just give the top three. Okay. Well, I think he's most likely to be in um, Black Panther because of the loss of Chadwick Boseman. They would need a new big actor. And I think he could do that to um, in kind of fill in. Or I'm not saying he's anywhere near Chadwick Boseman, but I think he can kind of fill in to be a star actor in that movie. And I also think he could be, um, I highly doubt this is possible, but I think there's a chance he could be in one of the last episodes of WandaVision, as they have said that there could be a big surprise in the last few episodes. I also think that there is a chance he could be in um in a the the last or the new Thor movie being announced because um I think that he could he could be um making sure that Thor is um like or making or he could have a cameo in the new Thor movie um because he's making sure Thor is making a good decision in hand uh, in handing his um the throne to a worthy um person or person yeah you, you know person yeah. or someone cool well i think the first one you said is probably the most likely cuz um since T'Challa won't be in Black Panther, that pretty much leaves just the side characters and and the 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 land of Wakanda as well. Uh, but Marvel's known, if you look back to Spider-Man Homecoming and movies like that, uh, whenever they bring in a new cast or they don't have an A-list star, uh, they, they like to bring in one of the old faces. And, I mean, what better person to bring in than Captain America? <laughs> um, so I think that one's the most likely. I think the second most likely would be Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness because when we last saw Captain America, he was very old and probably he has died by now. Um, Harsh. It's, it's true. I mean, he was over 100 years old at yeah. the end of Endgame. That's also true. Um, I, think it, I think it's pretty likely he appears in that movie because, I mean, you can pretty much do anything when you're doing the multiverse. You can bring anyone back. Uh, so that's my second guess. And then my third guess would be season two of Falcon and the Winter Soldier because those characters are, they're uh, like his best friends and that would make sense. I mean, I don't think it'd be season one because they already filmed that and that comes out in a few weeks. So there, it'd make no sense for him to be talking to them about it right now. Uh, but if there is a season two, I think that'd make sense. Um I wish they would do like a Disney Plus series about him taking the six Infinity Stones back because that'd be great, but I don't think that's what it will be because it's not a Captain America um, movie or themed. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and then also, the day this news came out, Chris Evans tweeted that it was news to him, basically trying to deny the fact that it was true. But I don't think that matters because, A, Marvel obviously likes to keep things pretty... Uh, secret. Secret. And also, a, f- a few weeks ago, they uh, the actor, the actress they hired for She-Hulk, that, that got out there and leaked and... She came out and said that was not true, and then they did the Disney Investors Day meeting, and they announced her as She-Hulk. So, uh, I think I think that's just a sign more so that Marvel didn't want that information to come out yet, uh, more so than than it not being true. Of course, there's it's possible it's not true, but uh, it's more than likely that he will be back, whether it's in Phase Four for those for the movies we talked about for something else. Or maybe it's for Phase 5 or something that hasn't been announced yet. We'll see. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. And also, on the same topic, do you think Robert Downey Jr. will come back? I think he will. I think he will too, especially after Doolittle. Yeah. Uh, he probably realized um, that Marvel is probably the best if he wants to continue acting. Yeah, I mean, he's a good actor, but he's had some trouble outside of MCU. Uh, everything he's tried has not gone so well for him. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, it makes more sense to me to bring Captain America back with it. No one ever really dies in the Marvel universe, so they can bring him back if they want to. Uh, and I'm sure we'll see both of them back sooner rather than later. And now, uh, let's move on to our next topic. Our next topic is relating to the Disney parks. And this past week, Disneyland announced that they will be discontinuing the annual pass holder program. Uh, starting immediately. And what's interesting is it's not just during COVID. It's actually permanent, supposedly. And they'll be introducing new membership options once they reopen. Uh, And I think I'm pretty surprised by that, actually, because unlike Disney World, most of the people that visit Disneyland on a daily basis are annual pass holders uh, because it's mostly locals that go to the park and here in in Florida, it's typically people from out of town or tourists coming. Uh, so I'm surprised out of the two that Disneyland would be the one to discontinue it. Uh, I would, I mean, Florida hasn't been selling passes uh, in the last almost a year since they had to close uh, during COVID, but uh, but they haven't said anything that makes me think that they won't sell them again because they're letting people renew them or continue them. Um, so what are your first thoughts hearing that? Um, well, I don't really think that Disneyland affects us, um, much because we've, like, we don't go there often, but I, I do not think that Walt Disney World will, will remove their annual passes because, um, a lot of the people that are, that, like, report for them or, like, make videos or st- and stuff like that like and like um with Walt Disney World a lot of them or almost all of them have annual passes and i think that if they get rid of them they probably won't get those guests as much as they would if they continued them well i think the same is true about Disneyland and Disneyland has more people that come every day or every week so I, I don't really understand it because they're going to lose not only that, but if those people don't 
don't come as often because they would have to buy one day tickets every time they come. They're going to lose out on the food money people spend, merchandise, all that kind of stuff. So, um, but they said they're introducing a new option, so I'm sure they they know what they're doing. I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah, hopefully it'll be just as good, maybe better. And if if Disney World does the same, then I'm sure they'll do whatever they're doing out there. So I guess we will have to wait and see. But Disneyland's not even reopening anytime soon. They still haven't opened, and they don't have any idea when they'll be able to. So, yeah. so it's not really, I guess, a big concern at the moment. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess we'll see what happens there. And our next topic is back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, this week, uh, WandaVision came out, and uh, the media did all their interviews with, with Kevin Feige and the cast, and... Um, out of those interviews came a lot of small and big pieces of information. One being the confirmation of Deadpool three uh, and the MCU, which is a big deal. Not only will he be part of the Marvel cinematic universe, but he will also be starring in a Deadpool three. Uh, and that film will be R rated, which will be the first R rated movie in the Marvel cinematic universe, which I mean, on one hand, isn't very surprising because you, a lot of people would be very mad if they made Deadpool 3 PG-13, but um, but Deadpool 3 will be rated R, and it makes sense. But also, it's a bit surprising because I figured they would either make it rated R and have it outside of the MCU, or they would uh, make it rated PG-13 and put it in the MCU. And um, the assumption is his movies will be R-rated, and then if he's in uh, team-up films, that those will be rated PG-13. And um, the concern, I guess, a lot of people have is that Disney's very family-friendly. The Marvel Cinematic Universe has been fairly family-friendly this whole time. How do you think, um, being a kid yourself, um, how do you think kids will react? Um, Because if they see him in these team-up films and and then they see there's a new film with him coming out, they're going to want to go see it and... Hopefully their parents will will say no. Or um, <laughs> yeah. so. How do you think? How do you think that's gonna go? Um, well, I think that the kids probably aren't gonna see it. They're just gonna have to um, try and learn about the Deadpool character. And uh, I think that um, whenever Deadpool is in the PG thirteen movies, like the team ups, um, they may explain a bit about him still, just so that. Um, the viewer or the people watching that um like didn't think or didn't think or didn't want to see the rated uh, rated R movie or a rated R Disney film would kind of understand his hit like his backstory or like uh, stuff about the character. Well, here's another question: Do you think he'll be in the team up movies, or do you think him being in the MCU more so means? he'll be able to make references about the MCU and make jokes about the MCU and have maybe other characters in his movie? Or do you think he'll be in, in the other movies as well? I think he will be in the other movies and very likely be introduced by the multiverse that is um, being introduced and um, probably WandaVision that's, that's happening now and Spider-Man 3. And I think if he's introduced in those, I think he'll be introduced in Doctor Strange. Yeah. Because they haven't filmed anything with him yet. So do you think that um, a popular theory has been that once he's in the MCU, he'll start making cameos kind of like Stan Lee did in, in the other movies? Do you think that's a possibility? 
That also could be a possibility if he's not, like, teaming up with all the other characters. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see Deadpool 3. I love the first two. Uh, they're great, and I think he will I think he will be really good in, in the MCU. I look forward to seeing that. And it will probably not be shooting until 2022, which means it probably won't come out until 2023, 2024. My guess is middle or end of 2023. So it, it, that's a couple of years away, but not too long. There's like there's 25 projects that Marvel's working on right now. Ten are coming out this year. Well, we'll see about the movies, but ten are supposed to come out this year. So we have a lot to look forward to until then. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to Deadpool 3. And uh, maybe one day you'll be allowed to see it. Maybe. Um, <laughs> as you said, you liked the two rated R Deadpools. I mm-hmm. enjoyed um, Once Upon a Deadpool. If yeah, the PG-13 one. Yeah. Yes. That one's great. Uh, with with the dude from Princess Bride. <laughs> that one's pretty great. Um, all right. And speaking of the Marvel Universe, uh, we're going to move on to our main topic today. Uh, do you uh, have any idea what it is? Uh, well... Could be WandaVision, you know. Yeah, no big deal. That that WandaVision came out this past weekend on Disney Plus, and WandaVision um, serves as a lot of things. First of all, it serves as the first uh, project of Phase Four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, which is just cool. Uh, it serves as the first um, piece of content we've had from the Marvel Universe in about five hundred and twenty-five days or so which is a long, long time. And it serves, most importantly, as the first Marvel show on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it's, it's the second like big show on Disney+, Plus, really, after Mandalorian. Uh, so it had a lot of... It, it has a lot to prove. It has a lot to, to show audiences. And uh, we're going to discuss it today. So um, episode one and two came out. Some people have seen episode three, but we've only seen one and two because we're not that cool. And um, I thought it was, I mean, just going off of, uh, for the first five minutes or so, we'll we'll probably talk without any spoilers, and then we'll go into spoilers uh, in just a few minutes, and we'll give a warning for those of you who haven't seen it, but I think most of you have probably seen it by now. If not, you should just go watch it. It's been pretty great. Um, so, episode one and two came out, which I, I at first thought was a very interesting choice them to release two on one day. But now I kind of understand why they did it, first of all. Both episodes are pretty short. The first one's without without credits is uh, 23 minutes, just which is pretty short. And then the second is 30. But it makes sense. I mean, it's a sitcom show, uh, and sitcoms are typically about 23 minutes, the ones that are on TV at least. Um, and, sp- and speaking of sitcoms, um, the show goes very heavily into the sitcom style that you see in the trailers. Um, and I honestly was a bit surprised by that myself. I thought they were going to kind of do it just a little bit here and there, but no, it, it's the main thing of the show, at least for now. And I liked it. I thought it was very different than what we normally see from Marvel uh, and thought it was very funny. I thought it was um, at parts. It was pretty dark. Uh, you can see it's heading in a very dark direction but we'll get more into that in a minute. Um, episode one was themed around the fifties. Episode two is themed around the sixties. And, um, I thought they pulled it off pretty well. I, I mean, I wasn't alive during those times, so I'm not super familiar with the TV shows from then, but it, it felt pretty authentic to me. And, 
and I was very impressed. Uh, what What are your first very vague impressions of the show? Uh, I think I thought it was a very um, quality show, and I think that it like the first episode I think was strictly made or um, made to introduce it you know, introduce the um, introduce the show. And I think the second one was more to kind of, like, kind of let us know what's going on. Or, or like, just give an idea that something is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What did you like most about the first two episodes? Um, I, I kind of liked that... Oops. Okay. Uh, I kind of liked the, that... They kind of took an approach where it can, like, they're trying to make it funny. And it, like, at the same time, they make it, like, information, like, they inform you on what's happening in this show. Pause. All right, go on. And, you know, I think that, uh, as lo- or if they can keep it at or as good as it is and it's likely going to be a lot better in the next few episodes. I think that it can be one of the top things that Marvel has done. I agree. All right, well let's go into some spoilers. Uh this is your warning. Um we will be covering spoilers now. So uh if you uh if you catch spoilers and you haven't seen it yet, well <laughs> All right, just because we're talking about the sitcoms, I figured we could do that. So we will now be talking spoilers about episode one and two. Um, In my opinion, episode one was a funnier episode, while episode two was uh, more, it moved the show along a little bit more, but it didn't really move it along that much is is what a lot of people are saying, and I would agree, but um, I still thought the first two episodes were great. It's just the first two of nine episodes. We didn't have to learn everything. And I think with the week-to-week uh, release schedule, I think that that's great because it's going to create opportunities uh, for fans to discuss and and make theories and and wonder about what's going to happen next. And I think that the show will benefit from that a lot. I think had this show had all nine episodes come out at the same time, it would have suffered a little bit because you wouldn't have had time to really think about the mystery aspect of the show. Um do you like the week-to-week uh, I do. release? Um, it leaves me wanting more. So if someone had just subscribed to um, Disney+, Plus, which I think they should have had it a long time ago <laughs> for yeah. The Mandalorian, obviously. Um, yeah, I think if you're just now getting Disney+, Plus, I think them doing week-to-week or week to week will, like, is a good decision because, well, one, it leads you into a n- another show. So um, it... Because now it will have a lot of stuff like almost every week of the year. Yeah, because after Disney this, Plus. after this show, this show will end on March. Uh, the week before March twelfth, I think, and then there will be one week, and then March nineteenth will be Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, and I think the week to week keeps the subscribers. Um, so like, if they released on if they released all nine episodes, they're subs- they're like people w- like would watch them and then like. Unsub- or not subscribed to Disney Plus until uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out, which is another f- like three months away. Yeah. And um, so I think week to week leaves everyone like um, questioning and like 
um, making sure they keep to the subscription. Well, also, um, when like Netflix releases a show, they release everything at once. And people talk about the show a lot, but they only talk about it for two days, three days. But with like Mandalorian and, and soon to be with WandaVision, people discuss it the day it comes out every single week, which is eight or nine weeks. So they get nine weeks of being the number one thing people are talking about when it comes to entertainment. And now they'll have that year round, which I think is awesome for business. And it's a very good decision. And I think it benefits this show specifically. And just as a Marvel fan, it, I like it because I like having something to look forward to every week from Marvel. Um, and so the sitcom style, they went, they really went all in with it. They, the, I mean, these first two episodes were black and white. <laughs> they were in the old aspect ratio that old TV shows were in. They filmed them in front of a live audience, which was very impressive that no details really came out considering people had seen them film it like a year ago. Um, and I thought all those things and, and even down to how they were talking, the things they were saying, the way they spoke, uh, I thought enhanced and made the sitcom style more believable. Um, the acting in this, in these episodes were great. I thought, uh, vision played by Paul Bettany. I thought he was the best part of these episodes. Personally, I thought, uh, his comedy, uh, was, was awesome. And I did not even really expect that from him from from the Vision character we've known. Vision's not really been a comedic character, but uh, he's responsible for a lot of the comedy in these episodes, and I like that a lot. Um, the side characters I thought were very interesting, entertaining as well. Some of them, I, I think it's pretty obvious, some of them are from the outside world, um, and it's also pretty obvious that in my opinion, at least that Wanda is controlling this reality, at least the good parts. And I think there's also someone trying to mess with it a little bit, trying to mess with her and push her over the edge a little bit. And, uh, that's all, that's all I really know. Cause they haven't been very specific. Uh, so was there anything in these episodes that stood out to you or, um, that you thought were worth noting here? Well, I think at the end of episode one, you could see um, the logo for Sword, which, if you don't know, is kind of like, kind of like Shield, uh, but after. Well, it's a, it's a part of Shield. It's a part of Shield, yes, and we've seen a few movies ago that Shield went down, literally crashing, um, <laughs> and I I I see that they could possibly be. Um, trying to get Wanda out or um, get Wanda out of this reality and back to the no- like um, the uh, normal reality that um, everyone else is in. And I also think that there's a chance that um, Dolly, I think it is, I think that she could be the one controlling her. Yeah, she seemed really really off in like in the crowd of the magic show. It seemed it made me wonder if she, if she was the one. Um, there were the commercials in the in these episodes, and they had very clear references to the MCU. Um, the first one was the uh, the toast the toaster by Stark Industries, and then the second was the watch by Strucker with with the Hydra logo also in the bottom corner. 
Um, do you think that these mean anything for the show, or do you think they're just like Easter eggs for Marvel fans to discover? Um, I think these most likely are just um, memories from Wanda, because um, of course Hydra was what was keeping her in uh what like a bomb from Stark Industries was what killed her parents. Yeah, and even some people have speculated that the the people in the commercials were her parents. But we don't know. We've never seen them before. So it's possible. Mm-hmm. I think they're just Easter eggs, though. I don't think they're going to move the show forward or anything like that. And I think I think there will be these commercials in the other episodes as well. But I guess we'll see. Um, and also, uh, there were there were some parts in these episodes uh, that that really showed Wanda being in control, like uh, towards the end of the second episode, uh, the beekeeper comes through the sewer and Wanda and vision are out there and Wanda sees it. And she obviously knows what's going on. None of us do. I don't, unless you're, you've read the comics. Uh, I believe that, that is, I think some people knew who that was that have seen the episode, but the general audience does not know. Uh, Wanda obviously, obviously knows. Uh, and she just says no, and it rewinds and it just pretends like it never happens. So it's clear she has some sort of control over what's going on. Um, and I think that's very interesting. I think we'll start to see more of that in episode three um, and episode four. Uh, supposedly episode three is kind of the end of the first act of the show, and, and that's probably why they let the media see episodes one through three already, I think. At episode four, it's probably going to start to change a bit and start to unravel the mystery a little bit more. What do you think? Do you yeah, agree? I do agree. And I think, like, the last two or three episodes will be, um, like, fight scenes, possibly. Like action and yeah, normal action. MCU? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are several characters in the main cast we haven't yet seen. Um, Randall Park as... As the as Agent Jimmy Woo, I think is his name, from Ant Man and the Wasp, and uh, also uh, Kat Dennings as as Darcy, I believe is her name from Thor. They're both supposed to be main cast members of this show, and we haven't seen them yet. So, I've heard we see uh, the Randall Park agent in the third episode, supposedly. So we start to I think we start to get introduced to them pretty soon. Um, but I hope to see them soon because those are both pretty good characters, at least from what we've seen. Um, and I agree. I think the last three will be um, Marvel-style episodes. I think the first six, there's going to be nine. The first six, uh, the most popular theories, the most, the first six will be sitcom-style. Uh, and they'll be leading to episodes seven, eight, and nine where we really see the reality break and whatever action is going to happen happens. And I'm curious to know what you think. Do you think Vision is actually back or do you think he's just in her mind? Like when we when we leave these sitcom fake realities, alternate dimensions, whatever they are, do you think we'll see Vision at all or do you think he's just in her imagination? Well, I think we could see him back, but I think he's also in her imagination because well, we were, we obviously see her, him in her imagination, but in avengers infinity war we we also hear that they say um vision isn't just the mind stone 
I think like there's another part division, and if they can find a way to bring that back, I think uh, Vision could be um, brought back to the MCU. I think that's possible, but I also, from what I have heard, Wanda will be in Doctor Strange too, and I've heard rumors she might be a villain. And so, if that happens, I th- I think it'll be because Vision's not there, or maybe he's there and he dies again or something. Uh, but I think the show is going to go from what it is right now, which is pretty upbeat, happy, funny. I think it's going to go to something pretty dark and dramatic. So we'll see. A lot of people have been, um, the reaction has been fairly good from critics, uh, but from the audience, it's a little bit less. Most people have said it's pretty good, but they just want to know where it's going. And some people have found it to be pretty slow. Do you agree with them at all? I do not agree with them. I think they're taking it at in a at a good pace. And as I've said earlier, um, the first episode was introducing it, and the second one was more like kind of letting us know what's going on. Yeah. So, do you have any predictions for future episodes? I think um, in the future. Sorry, uh, in the future, they definitely will be um, find out that this is all all in her head or the characters will or you know yeah you know what i mean yeah um and i think that um in the in future episodes they'll like hint more and more until they find out and i think that's when the action scenes will happen yeah i i predict in the middle of the show maybe episode four or five four or five i think they'll be successful in taking Wanda out of the reality but i think she'll go back for like episode five and six maybe but then in seven, eight, nine, I think I think they won't be in sitcoms anymore. I think it'll just be action. Uh, we've seen most of what was what was shown in the trailers already in these first two episodes, which means there's a lot they're hiding from us, and they're doing a pretty good job, which I'm pretty happy about. You know, normally things will leak out, um, especially considering a lot of people have seen episode three. I haven't really seen any spoilers, which is great. Um, and I hope it stays that way because I like the surprise of it. Um, yeah. Do you have any last? Thoughts on this? Um, not really, no. Okay, cool. Well, uh, we will discuss WandaVision again next week, more than likely for episode three. And uh, next week we'll probably do a live stream more in depth, more than likely, if there's more that comes out. But these first two just were more of an introduction and there wasn't much information given, but uh, we both liked it a lot. We've actually watched it several times now. Uh and each time I notice different things, different Easter eggs, and it's it's really enjoyable. So if you haven't watched it, I definitely recommend checking it out. And uh, you should use the tip link at streamelements.com slash magic slash tip. Uh, leave your thoughts there. Let us know what you thought, uh, any theories you may have. Uh, if you hated it, you should tell us that too and tell us why because it's always interesting to hear different, uh, different reactions, different opinions, uh, and we'd love to hear from you on that. Uh, I look forward to next week's episode and discussing it here. Uh, And with that, uh, this is going to be the end of today's episode. I want to thank all of you for tuning in. And uh, as I just said, feel free to submit a topic, question, comment, request, or if you just want to support the channel, you can check out the tip link in our description uh, of this video or of this podcast on Spotify. Uh, please, if you like this video, like it and subscribe to our channel on YouTube or follow us on Spotify. Uh, to get notifications when we release an episode. Uh, 
the next show will more than likely be tomorrow, which is Tuesday. Um, and we hope to have daily shows, but sometimes it might be a little bit less. Sometimes we might do some extras. Uh, so just stay tuned to our social media and we'll keep you updated there. Thank you all for listening and we will see you next time. Adios.